0: Welcome back to Tyler Rocky and Shane Orling. We're back on ESPN Chicago.
1: Tyler Rocky and Shane Orling talking football with you. On ESPN 1000. Don't forget, uh, we'll also be talking a little college basketball with you next week. Basketball U. Looking forward to that. 9 to 11 right here on ESPN 1000. I brought up the the scenario of Josh Allen. Like, Could an AFC quarterback force their way out of the AFC? Because it's a logjam right now. Only one of these guys can make it to the Super Bowl every year. And more than one of these guys every single year plays at a Super Bowl worthy level. You go into the NFC, you're going to be the bell of the ball there. No one is going to be better than you. And any team that you get dropped onto immediately becomes the NFC favorite. You
2: think about the final four quarterbacks in the NFC were Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Jordan Love, and Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. And the final four quarterbacks in the AFC were all future MVP candidates or MVP winners in Josh Allen, C.J. Stroud, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes. And that doesn't include Joe Burrow, who's also in the conference, yep. who's also a future MVP candidate if he can stay healthy. It just you, We've talked about it a lot. It has always been a loaded conference.
1: It also doesn't include Justin Herbert yeah. or Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Or, <laughs> and we don't know what Anthony Richardson is going to be. He may be a star in the league. He looked like but one of the games that he played. Drake May or Jaden Daniels is coming to your conference in all likelihood. I, I The NFC
2: is so weak at the position compared to the way the AFC is. And we just kind of landed on... If there's any of these guys that would force a move, it's probably not Lamar. Lamar is the Baltimore Ravens. I don't feel like like his time was when Atlanta said no. That was the moment. What was that, 2020, when the Ravens were ready to move on and Atlanta was mm-hmm. like, ah, we're good. That yeah. was the moment that mm-hmm. Lamar could have moved, and he didn't. And now I think he's a Raven for life. Two MVPs, a chance to go to the Super Bowl this weekend on Sunday. He's staying. Mahomes, he's a chief until the day he dies. Or does the Montana or Brady thing and goes if, someplace else for the twilight. Hear me
1: out on this. What if Andy Reid retires after this year? What if? Mahomes leaves? No way. Matt Nagy, congratulations. You are the next head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs.
2: Did you see the supposed social media rumor? If Andy Reid retires at the end of this season, Bill Belichick head coach of the kansas city chiefs yikes i hope he brings all his coordinators too i would love to see patrick Mahomes with josh mcdaniels and bill belichick and matt patricia and joe judge let's get it done (laughs) are you really tom brady
1: let's find out um but okay what if what if all that happens and he, he does not like how things are trending there. I don't think he's I, going anywhere. I don't anywhere. think it would happen, but it's, it's food for thought if there. If you called the Chiefs, even if Mahomes
2: is like, I want out, if you called them and said, I'll give you my next five years of first-round
1: picks, I still think they'd say no. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with he's you. He's the best quarterback I, I've ever like, seen play. I, I don't think there is a trade that you could propose that would fetch you Mahomes. I don't think any team could propose a trade to fetch them a home. I don't think any team has that in their arsenal. The uh, the thing too with like like Trevor Lawrence is the other one that I that thought about. That was the one I was just about to ask you about.
2: But here's the problem. He can't because he's on the rookie deal. Best of luck. Like I get it. The defense has been a disaster the entire time that you've been there. The offensive line has been a disaster the entire time that you've been there. You can't run the football even though ETN I think is a really good player. Their run games non-existent. It's awful. If I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm like, the stuff that's around me compared to what I feel like I can do, I would like to be somewhere else. Here's the rub. They have your 50-year option that they're going to pick up. Mm -hmm. They can tag you like three times after that, Mm -hmm. and they would. Even if you were like, I don't
1: want to play here, you're the quarterback. They're tagging you. But what if, I mean, he could do the thing where he holds out, and this is the only position where a holdout is like truly means something. Go to the go the Kirk Cousins route and get your way out of Washington. Yeah, like he could do that. And and that's the name that I think we could see shift to the other side. That's probably it wouldn't be this year. It would be the when he's waiting for his extension, like they they always you see a lot of these guys sign their extension the season before they play on the fifth year option. Right. So after your fourth year, that summer is when you usually see these extensions. We just saw it with Burrow and Herbert.
2: Well, that was after year three for both of them. So it actually could be this summer. Maybe it could be. Yeah. And this could be the summer that Trevor Lawrence goes, I'm not signing an extension here. And then you go into year four and the Jags have a decision to make. They- they'll pick up the option this summer. Oh, no certainly. doubt.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if-, if you're Trevor Lawrence, you could say, well, I'm not playing beyond the fifth year without an extension you could hold out and if the jaguars aren't willing to give you the money that you're asking for i'm sure there's a team in the nfc that would i'm sure there's plenty of teams that would give him that money and i i look at him as could that be now dropping trevor lawrence on an nfc team a doesn't guarantee that he's the best quarterback in the conference B, doesn't make you automatically the Super Bowl favorite by adding Trevor Lawrence. Would you know.
2: Trevor Lawrence be the best co- quarterback in the he'd
1: NFC be, today? He'd be in the conversation. I, I think it depends. Is he better
2: what, than Jared Goff?
1: Yes. I, I think if you, but if you put Trevor—are you, you talking just in a vacuum, or are you talking yeah. like if you dropped him on Detroit right it, now, who would be better? Both. I think Trevor would be better in Detroit. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that.
2: I, I don't think that I, like everything I've seen, I can't tell you that Trevor Lawrence is better than Jared Goff. Jared it's, Goff turns the ball over less. He's way less of a home run hitter. He's not going to have the big time throws that Lawrence is going to have, but he'll play within the system and do the things that he needs to do. And he wins.
1: I think if you put him with San Francisco like that.
2: Well, yeah, but I, you know how I feel about Purdy. He's a rat, right? <laughs> oh, I know. It's gonna
3: I get know. exposed. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I can't wait. It's going to get exposed. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Danny's in Highland. What's up, Danny?
3: Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. Morning. Um, we were talking. You guys were previously talking about the Jared Allen trade. I mean, Josh I that's Allen. Yeah. That. Uh, sorry, Josh. I, forgive me, Josh Allen. So if I'm the Bears, all right, this is how I'm going to look at it. One, you passed the number one pick already. Okay, so there's going to be probably some pressure. Two. Josh Allen's been in the league for a while. There's tread off the tires, okay? If but it's a quarterback,
1: Danny. Like these guys play forever now.
3: Okay, now hear me out, though. Okay, if if jo- if um Caleb Williams is seventy five to eighty five percent of what people think he is, that's greatness. Okay, so you can have Josh Allen and make Josh Allen and make the playoffs. Greatness gets you into the playoffs. And possibly Super Bowl wins, and you got that cat on a rookie deal for five years if you want. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think to kind of be—I don't want to say you'd be stupid to make that trade, but I don't even think a phone call's made, man. I really don't, and, and and Danny. Starts,
2: that's how I feel too. Like the thanks, Danny. Like Danny said. And this is what I've been saying basically all offseason about Caleb Williams. Because everybody goes, well, just build around Justin Fields. Or not everybody, but the people who do. Just build around Justin Fields. He'll get better. You'll be good enough. If Caleb Williams is... 60% 60% of what he's being billed as, he's better than Justin Fields. If, Look, he's,
1: significantly.
2: if he's 75% of what he's being billed as, he might be the best quarterback in the NFC. If he's 85% of what he's being billed as, he's a top five quarterback in football. And if he's 100% of what he's being billed as, he's had to head with Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. So I want that guy on a rookie deal. If, yes. I, if he comes in and he's half of what was expected, he's a top seven quarterback in the
1: conference. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And in your division, like, he's one of the two best, probably, if he's half of what he's being billed as. And this is the division. Like, here's the other
2: thing. The NFC North is shaping up to be the best division in football. mm -hmm.
1: Period. Yes. I mean, you have... It could look like... The AFC North, where it's like you could have four teams that are all like going into the final week of the season all have a chance to be above five hundred.
2: In 2024, I think that will be the case. It will be the NFC North, and it will be the AFC North. And it's why, look, I haven't said this take on the air yet. If the Lions want to win a Super Bowl, they better do it right now because you're not going to have these coordinators again. Right. Mm -hmm. This is the not-for-long league. Unless you have Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, NFL stands for not for long. Success is very fleeting. And this division, Philly. with Jordan Love and the youth in Green Bay, Vikings, I think they have incredible coaching. The ability to just be 500 no matter how bad things are. They're Steelers' NFC version. yeah, And they're going to have more health at quarterback next year. You would assume I'm not going to plan on a quarterback tearing his Achilles again. Bears, number one pick, number nine pick. New coordinator in Shane Waldron who loves to throw the football, I expect progression in a significant way. I feel like this is shaping up to be the best division in football, and that just speaks to you have to get this off season right. If you don't, you're going to be left in the mud in a division that has three great teams and you.
4: Yep.
1: John's in Aurora. John, what's going on?
4: Hey, guys. I just wanted to say that, um, <clears throat> first thanks for taking my call, but like, if you look at this, last year Ryan Poles evaluated the quarterback position and said, you know what, I think that Justin Fields and the haul that I can get for him is better than C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. So now you have to look at it as if he's going to evaluate this quarterback class and say, is the haul that I can get better with, Fields and every and everything that I can have and build a complete roster out and have a decent quarterback and have several players on a rookie deal and be able to have Fields for two more years and then franchise tag him. And if it doesn't work out, I can still have draft capital in the future to get another quarterback later on if I can't win with Fields with this built-out roster.
2: John, because, can, I, can I flip the question on you this way? Yes. If Poles had known what C.J. Stroud would be, would he have traded the pick?
4: Well, he should have known what he was because he's the talent Okay, evaluation. that's not what I asked. If, well, if I, he, he had, had a
2: crystal
1: ball.
4: If he had the crystal
2: ball and he saw what C.J. Stroud's rookie year would be, would he have traded the pick?
4: Considering that he got a number one wide receiver after he couldn't find one in the draft or make a trade for it, I think he still would have made the trade okay. because he needed his number one. The
2: other way to flip this is, if the draft last year, Caleb Williams had been in it, he would have gone ahead of both those guys.
4: I I would have probably taken Stroh Stro just because he's a bigger, taller quarterback. Um, I, I just don't have a – I think that smaller quarterbacks aren't going to last in the league. But, you know, I, I'm not a talent evaluator. I'm just some jerk with an opinion.
2: I get it. <laughs> However, we all – John, we all are. We can shake hands there. That's, <laughs> yeah. all, that's all any of us are. I'm just making the point – like whatever you or I would have done, if Caleb had been in the draft last year, he would have gone ahead of both Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. He would yeah, have, and,
4: and he and he probably should have made. He should have probably picked up the quarterback last year. However, he didn't do that. He decided to build out the roster. So my thing is, is continue building out the roster. You can with all the draft capital you'll have in the future. You can always go back and get another quarterback if Fields doesn't work out. But, I mean, remember, Trent Dilfer won a, a championship. I mean, there's multiple quarterbacks. Which
2: yeah, those years are gone. Want, I don't want the yeah. Trent Dilfer title either. Like, I, I, I get well, it. Look, if the Lions get the Jared Goff title, Lions thanks, fans John. are going to be very happy. But that doesn't mean it's a sustainable way of doing things. Right. I
1: like Jared Goff a lot. Listen, sure. I'll never scoff at winning a Super Bowl either. Like, you win them how you can get them, right? Like, in this city, we almost won it how we could get it in 06. With with Rex Grossman, he would have been the worst starting quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. But, and the other thing, too, that John brought up there is, like, he got his wide receiver one. It is way harder to find a franchise quarterback than it is to find a top-shelf wide receiver. Yeah, it's, it's way, way harder. harder. And, like, we look at DJ Moore. DJ Moore is like a fringe top 10 guy. Like he's great, don't get me wrong. Great. But he's like you could put him anywhere between like 8 to 13 if you were ranking wide receivers in the NFL. Like I get. You can even argue Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning at the
2: end in 2015 with the Broncos was a bad quarterback.
1: Yeah. He was at the point where That he, was Von Miller's
2: Super Bowl. He was not good anymore. And they won because they had a great defense. It's the same thing with the Ravens with Trent Dofer. That's one of the greatest defenses in NFL history, if not the greatest defense in NFL history. Like that, if you think the Bears are on the precipice of building one of the five greatest defenses in league history, okay, then I can get keeping Justin Fields. But I don't think that they're doing that. I think they're building a really good defense, I don't think they're building a
1: historic one. Yeah. I think, yeah, the, and the defense is the first thing to go to, right? Like, the defense, eventually everyone gets up there in age or you got to pay someone, and it's just that that's the thing that crumbles. That's why, like, you look at the Chiefs now, they're doing it all with young guys. It's like Chris Jones and the youth yeah. out there. So, 3123323776. What 7, a 6. player
2: Trent McDuffie is. Oh, oh my God. How about you Karloftis, talking, too. You
1: talk about hitting on like, some picks. Yeah. George Karloftis and Trent McDuffie, my God. Th- those, are, those are guys that they brought in, and credit to Brett Veach and that crew. Like, that, those are hits, and that is how you
0: win at, in the NFL. We'll be right back. This is Tyler and Shay on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago.
1: Shay, I phrased this to you earlier in the week as in, I have a fairer foul. But then I quickly edited myself and said, There's nothing fair about this. This was just foul. I'm I'm just trying to figure out how foul it is and if I can go back to this establishment now. Oh, oh. Yeah. I thought this was going a different direction. All right. I'm into this. I think I'm still. Okay, let me lay it out. All right. So was going to dinner with my girlfriend on Wednesday, Wednesday night. She had a late law school thing. So I was and it, so we said, all right, 930 reservation, like it's going to be a late one, but I can stomach it. It won't be an issue for me. on yeah, Europe's clock 930. Listen, you do what you got to do sometimes. I, 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 I can Just eat, eat in at that point. I can eat at any point of the day. Well, it is restaurant week now, and she's like all about the restaurant week stuff. So it's like, all right, we'll do that. Um, so sure. Her law school thing is going a little long. So I, and then I get a notification from the restaurant that says our kitchen is closing at 10. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get there first because we were going to go over together, but her thing was running long. So I said, all right, I'm just going to get there first. So we're like sitting down established. And if we have to, I can send you a picture of the menu you can order before you get here.
2: Before you tell me anything else. Mm-hmm. Kitchen closes at 10 and you made a 9:30 reservation, you are a bad guy. I'm a bad guy? Go
1: on. I well no, I agree with that. You I, are uh, a bad guy. Yes, I I 1000% agree with that. So we get or I get there, I'm seated and the waitress comes up to me and says, "Hey, just a heads up, kitchen closes in 5 minutes." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Like I'm like, "Fine, do what you got to do." Like no sweat off my back. Like, I'll just send a picture to my girlfriend, say, hey, what do you want? And, and we'll go from there. I'm sending her the picture. And I said, hey, kitchen closes in five minutes. What do you want? She comes back. The waitress comes back to me and says, hey, actually, I can hold the kitchen for 10 minutes. I saw your text that you were sending. She's holding the kitchen for you? No, no, no. That's not it. She said I saw your text that you're sending. I can hold the kitchen 10 minutes. She's looking over my shoulder reading my text messages. Everybody sucks. <laughs> Do you ever go
2: to Reddit the I am the a hole. Am I the a hole? Yeah. yeah. Everybody sucks in this situation. You suck, she sucks, Bree sucks, everybody sucks. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm just, I just. Listen, I'm gonna tell it like did, I no, no, no. I'm gonna she, tell it like I did, see
1: it. My girlfriend did nothing wrong in this situation. Like she, she was nothing wrong here. Everybody in this story sucks. No, th- there's two characters in this story. You make a reservation a half hour before the kitchen closes. In fairness, they didn't send me that notification until eight forty-five for a nine thirty reservation.
2: resi, you're already dancing with the devil. You already know you're getting into something that might be bad. You're a bad guy for making a reservation 30 minutes before the kitchen closes. I didn't know the
1: kitchen closes at 10. On the website, I think it's at 11.
2: When the waiter comes around and says kitchen closes in five minutes, just so you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like at that point, I'm just getting a cocktail and I'm getting up and leaving. I'll tip nicely. Look, I don't want to cause problems. I don't want to be that guy. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go. It sucks, but it is what it is. I don't want to be the guy keeping the kitchen. She should not
1: be reading text messages over your shoulder. That, to me, that is insane. Like, and it's one of my my biggest pet peeves in life. And I've got nothing to hide on my phone. It shouldn't bother me the way that it does. But the fact that, like, whenever someone is screen peeking on your phone, drives me insane. It is easily. My biggest pet peeve. And here's the thing. She could have been screen peeking on me all she wanted. I had no idea. Until she told me that she was peeking yeah, at my text messages. She's nuts for but saying that she why read Why wouldn't it. you just come up and say, hey, I can actually hold the kitchen 10 minutes. I know your, your date you, is running a little
2: late. Did you tell her my girlfriend's running late? I, I, let me I, just send her a photo and yes, see what she wants to get. that's what I said.
1: Yes. And then she... And then she acknowledges... That she was reading my messages over my shoulder. I need to get one of those, you know, there's like the uh, That's the glass mirror thing so they can't see from certain angles. Yeah. I need to just get one of those so this is never a problem for me again in my life. And I always forget to whenever I get a new phone case. But I don't know if I can go back to this place now. I don't think
2: I would. At least not for that server. I would never speak to that person again. Like
1: the Listen. Did you call her out in the moment? No. Did you was, peek at my phone? I was stunned. I was stunned in the moment when I heard that. Like I, I had no idea how to react to it.
2: I was frozen. I would have left. I'm going to be honest. I can hold the kitchen 10 minutes is time for me to go. I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. I don't want you holding the kitchen for 10 minutes. I don't want you to go back into the kitchen and say, hey, Hang on, we're going to stay open an extra ten minutes because this guy just sat down and his girlfriend's running late. You know what happens? You get your food spit in, or worse. You ever seen
1: waiting? I don't want any of that. Yeah, I, I, I don't I'm, need. I don't need. I've never worked in restaurants, but I've worked in retail, and it's it's the same thing. Like store closes at six. Guy waltzes in at five fifty nine to try to kill some time before his movie across the street, and it's like I don't want this. I don't want that. Like. And you know they're not gonna buy anything. They're just gonna take a lap around the store and then leave and it's just pushing your day back. I've worked two jobs
2: similar to this. I worked at a auto shop doing oil changes and change of tires. We closed at six and there were people who would come in at five fifty eight oh to buy four tires. That's an extra forty five minutes on my day. F you. You're a bad person. But okay. At
1: least they're buying something. I don't get any of the money. What do I, know, I care? I know, but as the business, like, you care. Uh, not me. <laughs> sorry, you my, don't work on
2: commission. My, my day doesn't change at all, except I got to stay 45 minutes extra doing manual labor. The restaurant do, like, I get it. I, same deal. People sit down to get a meal. The restaurant's making money. But I'm sorry. If we close at 10 and you walk in at 9.55 and you want a table... You're a POS. I hate you to your core. You have no respect for human beings. That's how I feel about the person that does that. That's how I feel about you right now.
1: I didn't know until 45
0: minutes before. As soon
2: as I get the notification, kitchen closes at 10, and I got a 930 resi, babe, we're going someplace else. Not going to be that guy. How long does it truly take to make food at a restaurant? It's not that. It's...
1: It takes time to clean everything and shut mm-hmm. things off and do all the things but, you got to do. And that, if you can't but shut things of off. The kitchen close. And maybe this is me not working in a restaurant. I don't know. But I'd imagine kitchen closes just means we're not making food anymore. You're still going to be cleaning stuff. Right. But you have to. But that's part of why the restaurant stays open. But the, the kitchen is closed. You have to turn things off. You have to, the grill has to turn off. Things, things have to happen. And if you have to leave things on, it just delays the process longer. I feel like there's an efficient model. Like you can start uh, making the silverware for the next day. You can start like cleaning something else that won't be touched as a part of this process. You can start cleaning some dishes. You like, clean I the like dishes the whole time. I, I feel like there's a process here, a, a way that you could work efficiently around this. I'm just telling you, man. You go into a restaurant thirty minutes before kitchen close. Which was more foul, my actions? Or I, the waitress.
2: Her reading on the phone is worse.
1: I, th- a, I thought that a, was ridiculous. That's a
2: privacy violation. <laughs> yeah. That's like... that. And, and honestly, admitting to it... When you
1: didn't have to.
2: That's like insane. Offering it. That is insane.
1: She's going to jail. She's going to social <laughs> you, jail? You've lost my respect. <laughs> social norms She's jail. going to prison. I just... Uh, I was... I, I was stunned. Like... That is maybe like one of the five most stunning moments of my life is someone is not just like if it's one of your friends that's screen peeking. I don't like it, but I'm not going to be pissed about it. A complete stranger staring over your shoulder. I mean, you could tell she wanted to leave. Yeah, That's the thing. (laughs) They all want to leave. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. If you hear the kitchen. In fairness, we were. Not even close to being the last ones out of there. That's fine. I'm just this
2: goes for everybody that was still in the establishment. If you hear that the kitchen's closing in five minutes and the server says something to you like, I can hold the kitchen an extra ten minutes because but your why date's you running late. But even
1: offer that? But, because when, they when have I, to. When I'm offering to expedite the sure,
2: process. I get it, but they, they kind of have to. My point to you is this. If you then order food after being told that they're holding the kitchen open for you, You're getting your food with a side of sack. You are getting a side of sack
0: dropped right on your plate. This is Tyler and Shay on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago.
1: G in Melrose Park joining us here on Shay and Tyler. What's going on, Joey G? Hey,
0: thanks for taking my call, guys. You know, I was just going to help you out there, Tyler. I've been in the restaurant business.
2: What are you helping him out with, time. Joey? Joey, what are you helping what? him out with? What are you helping him out with? His well, lunatic decision to go to the restaurant five minutes before the kitchen closed?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. There's different scenarios. You might be a fine dining place, but you sell pizzas. Sorry, sir. That's all we have now is pizzas. You want them to come in and drink the booze. And then, and then of course, if it's fine dining, you get, you know what? I got appetizers. I can set you up with an appetizer. The cooks are cleaning. The sous chef does the appetizers and you get a little food and you get a cocktail, then you leave. So this is what happens to me in my experience. Uh, being in the restaurant business. And yes, you walk in, you want a reservation at 5 to 10, they close at 10, you're a freaking idiot. Joey, if it, if Tyler
2: did this at your fine establishment, Tyler's walking in five minutes before the kitchen closes. He's sitting down and he's pouring over the menu. Are you giving him a side of sack with a
0: sandwich? Um, I, 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 here, I know Tyler now briefly let he was a didn't blind know me, guy Joey. In, if he was a blind guy walking in, kitchen's closed. Oh!
1: <laughs> good for you, Joey. Way to lay, the lay down. Lay down the law. Love it, Joey.
0: Right, thanks, for, thanks for answering my call, Jake.
1: Of course. Anytime, Joey. Have a good weekend. All right. Good to know, Joey. Like, why, why wouldn't you just cut off the reservations at a certain point, then? Like, they can't. Why can't they? Because they're a business.
2: You no, can't but- close early and turn down money. A lot of these places are corporate, too. I worked at a corporate restaurant. You mm-hmm. kidding me? Close early? Not in a million years. If somebody... No, we i saying close 10.
1: early, but why are you offering me a reservation where... Dude, a lot of these places, if
2: they're run corporately, like, they close at 10 and 9.59 by
1: policy, they have to take the customer. It's brutal. But why are you closing your kitchen, then? There were people that sat down after us, too. Did they get
2: food? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe she was just lying about closing the kitchen. She might have been trying to get you to feel bad
1: so you wouldn't order food. (sighs) Wasn't happening. (laughs) Side of sack. I'm telling you. Uh, Real quick, Mike and LaGrange. What's up, Mikey?
3: Hey. Good good morning, guys. Uh, So I was reading in the Tribune about how a lot of places in the city, especially downtown, uh, are not as open as late because people are not staying out late. So I'm not really that shocked. They would pull a fast one on you. One thing is kind of inter- interesting, and I think this might be just a generational thing. Yeah, I'm a millennial in my mid 30s, so with a kid, so my privacy's kind of gone out the window. I didn't take that much uh, offense that she kind of overread your text. I think she was trying to do you a solid, but maybe I totally misread the situation.
2: No, it, that's a foul. Yeah. That's 100%. <laughs> if a stranger is reading over my shoulder, they might get popped in the nose. Oh, boy. I know whose text not to read over Then Thanks, Mike. I might be talking about you. You don't need to you see that. You might be. Yeah. That Tyler is a real piece of work. Can't, can't stand him.
1: All right. Every weekend, we give out our picks for the weekend. Justin Pottinger, what do we have? We're, we're going all over the place this weekend. Well, there's not, not a lot college. of football. We've got only three college, or three NFL games left for the year. So we'll pick those, but we also have some college basketball we want to get to. Basketball you by the way. Doesn't this music just make you feel something in your bones? It
5: puts a smile on your face. You sound like you're about to weep. Dude, (laughs) I'm so excited. College basketball show starts next week. We got a little picks here. Uh, We'll start. We'll start with Auburn, guys. They're, They're minus two and a half today on the road versus Mississippi State. What are we doing here?
2: Good team versus bad team. Going whoa, on the road. Whoa, whoa. Maybe not bad. Mississippi State is not bad. Are ranked versus unranked. Throw-over. Yes, fair. Ranked versus unranked. Auburn on the road. Auburn coming off the loss to Bama on the road. I'll take the home team. It's been a great play this year. Yeah. A
5: little bit of a system. Yeah. You take the home team here. I'm going Bulldogs. I'm
1: matching you on that. I like the Bulldogs here.
5: I'm going Auburn here. I think they're one of the best teams in the nation.
1: Listen, I love Auburn. Yeah, but no. It's- it, These conference road games, the man. Home, the like, I, I've had this long-standing philosophy with college basketball, yeah, and that is that road teams don't win. Like they just don't. Like home teams can lose, but road teams don't win. Yeah. I feel it
5: here. I feel like this could be very similar to the Houston game last week. It was a low spread. They were favored on the road. Ended up winning by double digits. I can see it here. Mississippi State, they're overrated, guys. I don't like it. I'm going Auburn money line, though. I'm going to take the money line, eat the juice a little bit. What are you talking about? It's two and a half. Yeah, minus 145. We're doing the picks. We're doing picks, All right, whatever. Minus two and a half, This is not
1: Justin Pottinger's bets. This is not <laughs> Justin Pottinger's point purchase play of the day.
5: Over minus two and Block right. it in. Moving on. Oh, they could win by double digits on the they money will. line. <laughs> they're, they're doing it. You'll Stakes see. You'll lot. see. Arizona minus three and a half. Another road test for them. They're on the road versus Oregon. What are we going to do?
1: They're in their Oregon swing right now. That was a brutal loss the other night. <laughs> yeah. 18. It 18 and a half point favorite. Loss. Arizona. At the
2: horn. Very good team. Going to be dangerous in the tournament. But in this conference on the road,
1: they stink. I'm going to uh, go with Oregon. It's been a two-year trend now, and I'm going to go with Oregon as well. Oregon actually leads the Pac-12 right now, believe it or not. Give me the Ducks. Good for the Duckies. Ducks are healthy. I love them today. Healthy and hot. Arizona cannot play defense.
5: Dude, they can score the rock. Everyone knows that. Probably the best in the country, but they cannot play defense. They're not good on the road. Give me the Ducks today. I... I haven't watched a lot of Oregon. Do they still have the, the pine trees on the court? Yeah, they do. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible.
1: They got to change that. The only it's thing awful. worse is Memphis. Oh, I like
5: Memphis's court. All right, moving on. Kansas State on the road versus Houston. Guys, Houston is getting 15 points. Is Given that too 15.
2: many? That's... Get, I think Houston's a wagon. I know you're lower on them than we are. I think they're one of the best teams in fantastic. the country. I think they might be the winners
1: come March. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Houston. I'm going to lay the 15. I'm going to go the other side here. Like, 15 is a lot, especially for a team in a new conference, too, this year. I'll go with Kansas State. I I really like Jerome Tang, although Kelvin Sampson is great on the other side as well. But give me Kansas State. I'm taking Kansas State as well. Know the name, Tyler Perry.
5: He's a baller. Arthur Kaluma too. He is real good. 15 is a lot of points, though. So I'll take 15. Uh, I will see. It could be a blowout, though. It could be very ugly. Moving on, Oklahoma, they're minus three and a half at home versus Texas Tech. Did you forget the L? <laughs> Oklahoma, Okie, okie, Whatever. I'm not good at L's. <laughs> I had to go to speech therapy a as a kid, Shay. That's a good W's only. Shay, I had to go to speech therapy as a kid because I couldn't say my L's, so thank you for wow, just bringing just, that up. you off. just
1: opened some wounds. <laughs> my face is turning right <laughs> oh, again. Who's oh, the douche? Shay Norling. Unbelievable. Well, <laughs> Padre, I was gonna
2: say it's a good thing you left the L out because Oklahoma is winning and covering in this game. I'm with, I'm with, you. I'm with born, you. I'm a sooner born,
1: I'm a sooner bred. And when, when you die, die, I'll be a sooner dead. I got sooner well. I like as well. The Sooners as well. They're solid this year. They're solid. They were solid.
5: All right, how about North Carolina? Minus six and a half versus Florida State. Florida State has been shockingly
1: well this year. Like they're they're not bad. Six and one in January this year, Florida mm-hmm.
5: State. Mm-hmm.
2: UNC is so good. UNC they're is so good. Terrific. Every
1: so time good. I watch them. I, can I say, I, I placed a future earlier this week on UNC to win it all.
2: It's hard to believe they went from Final Four to no tournament to now being this good again.
1: Well, it's the same team, pretty it's much. It's unre- unreal. You shed the dead weight in Caleb Love. He go- went to Arizona. He's been pretty good at Arizona. But everything else, I mean, you've got one of the three best big men big men in the country and you've got the best guard in the country with rj davis
2: i have bet again a lot against north carolina this season especially when they've gone on the road in spots like this i'm not doing it today i'm gonna take north carolina
1: i took florida i just think florida state's kind of a bad matchup they've got plenty of they always have size and they're gonna run physical too. 10 to 12 guys out there against unc I, i think carolina wins but it'll be by less than six
5: I think I'm with you there. North Carolina is really good, man. Really good. Could be the, the number one team in the country. It's a weird line. Uh, I'll, I'll stay away. I'll say to State. I'm going to lean more on that. Six and a half. I'll take the points there. All right. Last college basketball game of the day. The Kansas Jayhawks on the road versus Iowa State. Jayhawks are getting five. What are we doing?
2: Iowa State is one of the fakest programs in college athletics. It's not real. In college football, they I don't think they're real. On their own games. Matt Campbell is not a real human being. He's an AI on the sideline of their college football games. He's AI Matt LaFleur. But when they play
1: basketball games at home, Hilton Magic, baby. Go Cyclones. Uh, I'm taking Iowa State. five. I can't believe this number's five, which makes it feel like a total rat line. I'm not taking the cheese here. Isn't it uh, on the ta- Kansas side, though? Is it Kansas side, the Rat side? Yes. No, that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You see Kansas getting five? Give me Iowa State. Something's off here. Something that, like the math ain't math. Oh, this this
5: game, I've been worried all week, boys, all week. I'm a Kansas fan. I know Open you guys two know and a half that. Half too. Yeah, it opened. Do what you two gotta and half, do. Three and a half. I'm gonna do what I gotta do here. It's Kansas money line. We're going all the way. The big button. Kansas money line. Song turned off for a second. Kansas money line. What Can- happened there, Patsy? I don't know. Five and a half, though. I'm taking it. Or five? Is it five now? It keeps moving. Five. It's Every time five I look for at the it, purpose of our picks. It's five. Oh, they're not winning this game. It breaks my heart. They're not going to win it. But I'm taking five. I'm a sucker. I have to. They're my Jayhawks, but no confidence. No
2: confidence whatsoever. I'm scared. Hey, thanks for uh, making me bet on my Spartans last night. By the way, yeah, uh, that, that was in Wisconsin.
1: Good yeah, call. that was an L. Sometimes you give them the script, and what they just t- don't
2: read the lines. What a
5: garbage team! Just a terrible outfit. <laughs> All right, guys, we got some football to discuss now. It's it's. I feel like it's time to really see what the plays are. There we here. go.
1: Oh. Yeah, a change transition, transition there. Here. Okay. Ooh-wee. What do you got for me, Posse?
5: I got something for you. Ravens minus three and a half versus the Chiefs. Where are we going here? The three and a half, I feel like, is one of those things people are going to look at and go, I'm
2: getting three and a hook with Patrick Mahomes. You talk about laying cheese. I think it's just straight up, everybody's really confident in the Ravens. I feel like the Ravens can go win by double digits. Their defense is the best in football. Lamar's a cheat code.
1: I'm taking Baltimore to win this game, and I think comfortably. I... I'm going to take Baltimore, but I am throwing out the disclaimer. I'm not betting a side in this game. Coward. Join me on the Ravens. That's fine. I'm not betting a side. There is nothing that terrifies me more than betting against Patrick Mahomes getting points. Nothing. You look at at Mahomes. He's 9-2-1 against the spread in his career as a dog. 9-4 straight up. Like, as a dog Potsy crazy I'm going Ravens here
5: it's dude I keep losing money betting against my homes I keep doing it it reminds me of Tom Brady dude I would just keep betting against him i keep losing I'm scared here but you know what I don't care if he wins this weekend tip my cap yeah Good I'm for with you, you. I, I got Ravens here and I want to see them win man I just want to see the Chiefs lose
1: I want to see I want to see the Chiefs I'm rooting for the Chiefs this weekend
5: All right, how about this game here? Could be closer than I think the spread is saying. 49ers minus 7 versus the Lions. Spread popped to 7.5 very briefly
2: yesterday. Buybacks this morning. It's back to 7. Keep them. No. Lions are winning outright. Lions will go to San Francisco and win the game. San Francisco, everybody talks about their defense. Sneaky not good against the run. Especially when you get outside the numbers. And the Lions have one of the five best guys in football running outside the numbers in Jameer Gibbs. They're not good. As long as the Lions against the run. As long as the Lions can keep this script somewhat positive. Because if the Niners get out in front early, you're dead. Yeah. But if they can keep this script somewhat positive, they're going to go to San Francisco and win. That offensive line is
1: built for this moment. I think this is going to be a blowout. Sorry, Mr. Frontrunner. But the Lion magic carpet ride is over. I am taking the Niners, and I think they win by two touchdowns. Brock Purdy's going to wilt in the bright lights. <laughs> the Lions
5: are so good in the first two quarters. I'm going 49ers here. 49ers are going to win by two scores. What was that logic there? They
1: <laughs> just gave us the Lions are
5: so good <laughs> so, in the first because two they quarters. They can only play two quarters. They can't play a full game. We've seen it. They try to slow it down. Slow. It's not going to happen in San Francisco. That's what
2: they said about the Eagles last year. You're, You're right.
5: right. Well... Tough luck. 49ers, minus seven.
1: Alright, those are the picks. When we come back, we gotta make a
0: parlay. We'll do that when we return here. This is Tyler and Shay on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago.
1: Thank you to Justin Pottinger for producing for us today. We'll be back next weekend, 9 to 11 a.m. Looking forward to all of that. Kyle Rocky, Shay Norling here with you on ESPN 1000. With you every single Saturday, 9 to 11 on ESPN 1000. All right. Every single week, we craft our same game parlay. Let's go around. What, What are we picking this week? It's slim pickings. All right. But we have decided what? We're only doing NFL games, right? That's correct. Only NFL. What do we like? I'm bringing you down in the dumpster
2: with me. Oh, boy. I The fact that you are so against this makes me feel good. I saw the Rams' money line bet. I saw you all over Tampa Bay last week. You're a douche. Lions' money line. No. Plus 290. Going in the parlay. It's juicy. Lions plus 290 to go to Santa Clara and win
5: parlay pick number one. Put in all the right. points, Aki. Just put in the points. <laughs>
1: Just put in the I can't. No, because then if it... Then if it wins, then I'm Squidward looking at Spongebob and Patrick <laughs> running right. around with a money <laughs> That's bag. That's right. And you have
2: been anti this team all year. And all year I've tried to tell you. They went up to Lambeau. You said, I'm all over the pack. What happened? You were on the Rams. They had the Rams covered. But
1: you had the money line. I saw it.
2: You were I also, all over Tampa last Where was week? I on
1: Thanksgiving? All over the pack. All right. All over the pack. What, one, in, one in 16 betting Lions games. <laughs> All right. Um, for my pick, I am going to go to the other game. I'm going to take Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown, plus 130. We're getting juicy with this one today. What do you like, Potsy? I'll add to the juice
5: Lamar Jackson, anytime touchdown. I believe that's plus 105. Yeah, I, sir. I, I thought it would be minus money. So I'm very happy that it's plus. I feel like he could even get two, but we'll go with one here.
1: We are scoundrels for putting together a three leg dog money line parlay money. Like,
5: what are, Un- what are the odds? What do we have? Uh, Plus
1: sixteen fifty four. Yeah, we do. We're getting messy here. This one hits. This we, one we clear out all <laughs> the college football <laughs> parlay losses. We did hit two down the stretch. I think we did clear them out. We got. We right. hit, we hit two. End. We, we went hot. two and 0 at the end, you and then two last hit week one with
5: Jack.
2: Yeah, and then Jack us three out hit one On the
1: last week. Last yeah. week
2: I hit my side, and the two of you
1: let me down. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Apologies, but like, it happens. It happens. This right. one hits. We're all good. This one hits. We're, it's we're all going even. to Cancun. <laughs> yeah, Cancun. Pro, Pro Bowl week. Sorry, Zetterman. We're all going to Mexico. Cancun on three. We will crosstalk with Dion Miller and Jeff Meller when we come back here on ESPN
0: 1000. This is Tyler and Shay on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago.